especially when the Brewers leave scads of runners on all the time. It really is frustrating. There's a difference between uh, being a lower production team and constantly choking with bases with, with guys on them, man. I mean, occasionally you got to come through, and Council's going to have to change some of the way he manages because if that's going to be the case, you're going to have to embrace some small ball to get some runs. Exactly. Exactly, fucking bitch. I actually listened to one of our shows. Did you? Did you do it on Stitcher? Are you a Stitcher? I did it on. I did it on Stitcher. How did it sound? Fine, fine. It was on my uh, long Florida trip. When I got sick of my wife complaining about everything else I listened to, I really put it over the top and I put us on. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. There were some good bits. It's it's surprising how little you actually remember when you I when you listen back. I, yeah, I hear you. I don't remember shit. Some of the stuff we say we should probably not. Oh, stop! It is what it is, man. <laughs> Let the woke community come get me. I'm gonna be dead in two years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were canceled a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, nobody can take a fucking joke anymore. You know what the hardest job in the world is? Stand-up comedian. <laughs> There's no chance. Like, you can't. Somebody's phone rang? Can't. I think she went upstairs. She left her. Yeah, the other thing is they don't show local commercials on MLB, so you have to sit through this. Now, if I go to the if I go to the Fox Sports feed, or the, which all of them are on here except Milwaukee's and Kansas City's, like the actual feed itself, okay. then they'll show the local commercials. But if you do the MLB part of it, they cut out other Why not Milwaukee and Kansas City? Don't know. My brother sent 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 them like uh, since this Sapphire thing because we get he gets all the games he'll find them one way or another even if he has to do yeah. it. Well, he'll go to the other. Yeah, but he's like, why? Unless they're playing Kansas City. Well, but then they're still on this oh. on the MLB piece. But right. He's like, why don't you have the local? The, why are those the only two you don't have? And they never responded. They ask him if he wants any noodles. Because see, over here's Schroeder. Like, we have the local feed, but I, we don't have the local values app. I had to do it to MLB. People are uh, pretty into the game here. Quit huh? picking your balls while you're on the fucking TV. Freddie Peralta's got a face tattoo. He does have a face tattoo. He has a neck tattoo. So he steals things. That's my only thing. That's the only thing I discriminate against. Here, here's your buddy. Yeah. Cock fucking bitch. <laughs> That's a terrible name if you're going to be a baseball player. I would put one right between his fucking eyeballs. Wow. So ginger. The Dodgers actually have the market cornered on gingers. They just hire anybody with red hair. Have you seen Dustin May with that giant red mane of hair? Yeah, it looks like Noah Syndergaard. Now in right field, Ed Sheehan. Or Ed, what Ed was Sheeran? It? Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's hitting 341 with 20. So, th- by the way, let me point out that the top two RBI guys in the National League are Aguilar and Turner. Just pointing it out. That could have been the Brewers' corners. And Shaw could have been the backup to both of them. And then I wouldn't have to look at bat face Vogelbach. On the mound tonight, Reba. They don't need to say her full name. Everybody knows who Reba is. But nobody likes Reba. She's just another one of those Reba. She's a Reba. <laughs> no, a Reba is on our mound. Underwear, underwear. Let's see who the Packers took. Nobody good, I'd imagine. I was getting so mad at my phone watching the draft last night. And by the way, the kid they drafted yesterday isn't a bad guy, but he's a second-round pick. They could have got him in the same spot in the second round. That's been his M.O. Last year, everybody he fucking drafted, he drafted a round too early. What was wrong with that pitch? Uh, it wasn't a Dodger throwing it. Uh, let a couple go by here tonight. That looked good. That's a strike. Mm. 
There you go, tag his ass. Tag him, like right in the fucking face. Jesus. He didn't have a slider last year, did he? Not really good control. He's getting better. Does he? Nora. That's on his neck tattoo. He's getting a lot better. I, if Hauser can keep taking some steps, too, we could have quite a his, uh His neck tattoo looks like he was get, got it in prison, though. Like, usually when you get someone's name tattooed, you get it in cursive. Yeah. Oh, that was his cellmate. That, 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 that his name was Norman. And it's not a tattoo. He carved it. He burned it into him. <laughs> All I can tell you is I can see that facial hair, and I know that comes in real patchy when it comes in. Did they say what's wrong with Burns yet? No, the rumor is COVID. That's what I thought. Because council was so weird about it. Because the rule is in Major League Baseball, you can't divulge a player has COVID unless he says it's okay. So when they asked council, what was wrong, I was like, I can't, I can't talk about it. Well, what does yeah. that mean? You don't want to say it out loud because Lorenzo came with a ran home. Yeah. Like a, yeah, but he would have hit a wall first. And I would have really enjoyed it. He would have quit on the team again? Yeah. I was at Goodwill a couple days ago. And uh, I stared at a Lorenzo Cain bobblehead at a Goodwill for a, probably a good three minutes deciding whether or not I wanted to buy that Lorenzo Cain bobblehead. And then take it home and throw it at the wall. Well, I love Lorenzo Cain because he runs into walls. Well, that's why I thought you might buy it and take it home and throw it at the wall. No, I'd keep it forever. Jackie Bradley has a 2 on home. <coughs> Cough. Riley, think, cut the show before I start coughing. Do you think he was named ah. Jackie Bradley after Jackie Childs Jr.? Maybe. Wait, isn't he Jackie Bradley Jr.? Right. <laughs> but they figured people would mistake him for Jackie Childs. They're one pick away. The Bills are on the clock, and then the, the Packers will pick. You can put us in right now. I've been recording for about seven and a half, eight minutes. Oh. Well, then, let's count this in. Can I count you in? No. Three, two, one. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Good evening, everybody. What's up, fuckers? Oh, come on. We have a very special show today. This week, we're going to talk about the early parts of the Green Bay Packers draft 2021. And we're going to talk about what? the flaming shit show that happens to be the Green Bay Packers franchise. I gave you 10. Oh, I feel like that's way too much. It probably is. Okay. But you can use it for a tip. All right. So... We're, and we're dealing out Chinese food tippies here. Yeah, you're going to hear us eating Chinese food in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Good so, ra- that's a good, good radio. Ross Family uh, draft, draft Night Spectacular. Well, I consider it an homage to Eddie Lacy's time here in Green Bay. Oh, that's true. He loved that China food. He sure did. <clears throat> and those massages. <laughs> Up in Green Bay. Which is when he got rubbed down while he ate brats. <laughs> So, anyway, we're going to talk about that. I am in no way, by the way, wearing this jersey in order to to angry up the blood or anybody who may be here. No, if you wanted to anger us, you'd be wearing an I Love Goody shirt. Yeah. Then you'd probably be taken out back and pummeled. You know, but he doesn't even do the contracts. Rich Ball does the contracts. It's about contract. It's about what the general manager wants. Let's be honest. They're... 
There's three people that... Gutenkust wanted Rogers out, and he's getting his wish. The people who I still know who are in the know, I'm not name-dropping because I'm not in the know. I have to go to people who are in the know because I don't know shit. But the people who are in the know, and it's not him because he's only busy with the Badger shit. Anyway, the people who are in the know know that Gutenkust made the move last year to draft uh, Jordan Love to push Aaron Rodgers out. Aaron Rodgers had an MVP season. It makes now he looks like an asshole. And then instead of extending Rodgers, he just tries to restructure him, which pisses off the quarterback who now wants to be traded. So that's, that, I don't want to hear about b- fucking ball or anything else. What I'm telling you is this was what he what he had hoped for didn't happen. What he had hoped for was that Rodgers would have looked, played much like he did in 2018, 2019, yeah. I should say. And he'd be like, well, you know, time to move on. And it backfired. Rodgers did not have a bad year in 2019. Of course not. Rodgers has... He had a down year for Rodgers. <clears throat> which is still... Uh, a top 10 minimum for anyone else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go on record, and it's going to be an offensive thing to some of you. Nope. But Rodgers is at least the second best quarterback the Packers have ever had. Behind the Magic Man. Yeah. Well, he's the best quarterback. Why do you say dumb shit? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Look at it. Look at it. If I, if I cover this five... It's just a number seven. Don Mikowski had one good year. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. You ready for this hot yeah. take? All right. Don Mikowski's like the fucking 19th best quarterback the Packers oh, ever had. Whoa. Yeah, he might even be worse than Randy Wright. What? Okay. No. Don Mikowski was the first Packers jersey I ever had. Oh, that don't make that. him good. Yeah. That makes his shit on and clearance. When you used to be able to buy like the full outfit with the helmet and the yeah yeah and yeah. the pants yeah. And the did, did you have jersey? a Rich Moran jersey too? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the next year his dad bought him the Rich Cotite coaching outfit. Oh, yikes. <laughs> hey, my first. It was a dirty sweatshirt. <laughs> a dirty sweatshirt and a big pair of Coke bottle glasses. My uh, my first uh, Packers uh, coach was Lindy Infante. Bad. Not as bad as Forrest Gregg. We had to look through that. Correct. Yeah. My first coach that I when I started was Bart Starr, who wasn't great, but he was likable. Forrest Gregg was neither of those things. He was neither good nor likable. Yeah, Bart Starr was the first for me too. I was listening to a different podcast the other day. Yeah. <clears throat> As uh, most people do. Yeah, yeah. I, in fact, they're probably. Right. You want some suggestions? Other, uh, our ratings will go up because we'll just tell you what else to listen. Other to. than ours, yeah. but they were telling a story about Rich Kotite when he was coaching the Jets, mm-hmm. right? And I guess God dumb Jets. Yep. Yeah. I guess Keyshawn Johnson hurt his knee in a practice, right? Okay. So the uh, there was a reporter, and he went and he sat in the parking lot because back then you could still talk to players because I guess when Bill Parcells got there. He cut all that shit out. Oh. Like he couldn't talk to people anymore, but he wasn't there yet. So he was waiting for them to bring Keyshawn Johnson back so he could talk to him as he went to his car. So he sat in the parking lot. And uh, Keyshawn Johnson never came back, but Rich Kotite came out, said, I'll be right back, left, and then never came back. And then he went in and he said, uh... Nobody ever, uh, Keyshawn never came back, Rich Kotite never came back. And somebody in the building said, Rich Kotite has two cars. He has one out front, so he can leave out front, and then he has one out back for if he wants to leave when nobody sees him leaving. So, <laughs> so he's just never there. So let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. And, and maybe he's the main reason why the Rooney rule is in effect. How did he get a second goddamn job? Excellent question. Right? Like, how did Rich Kotite get a second job? I don't know. I don't know, man. How did... What's that fucking... Jeff Fisher, how did he ever get a second job? Jeff Fisher coached forever. Terrible. Terrible coach. You can't say he was terrible the whole time. Don't make me bring up his record, because it ain't going to be good. It was like what? It was like 50. He was 500, right? I'll bring it up. It's going to be bad. You're going to be sorry you stumped for Jeff Fisher. Well, look up the first half of his career. No, 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 no. You know who I'm glad didn't get a second job? Les Steckel. Okay. He was terrible. What about Al Grove? Well, he was bad. We're just talking about Jets coaches. And again, when I say, like, 
get a second job. I meant a second head coaching job. Right. Position coach, coordinator. But how did he get a second head coaching gig? That's All right, this ain't going to work out well for me. Sure. Somehow. Yeah. Some way. Yes. By the grace of God and four-leaf clovers. Just say I'm right. Jeff Fisher is a combined 173 Mm -hmm. and 165 and one tie. Yeah. So he's above 500. So that tie really, I think, put him over the top. Well. What was Gruden's record before he got this gig? Uh, his last couple years in Tampa Bay were not... Right. That's what I'm trying not to figure much to speak of. But, yeah, I just... Uh, I, sent, uh, they drafted a center. Well, they need... They, need they let offense. one go, so... Ohio State center Josh Myers. Okay. Josh Myers. You think that Whitewater kid's going to go soon? I don't even know who you're talking about. There's a kid uh, from Whitewater who's actually from Hartford... Who they think could be? I don't know if he got drafted already. If he did, I'm an idiot. Um, but I haven't been paying attention because we've been prepping for the show. This but he is recorded. Been, they won't know. He would have been the highest drafted um, Division Two player ever. Ooh. Oh, so wow, yeah. So you watch basketball? Is Tyler Hero related to Dave Hero? No, because if he was, he'd show up late for games. Um, oh, we are recording. Uh, no, he's not. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're not. He's from Greenfield. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think Dave's most of Dave's family is like North Shore ish. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So he would have played at Shorewood or Whitefish Bay. We don't own that jingle. I do. Oh. Oh, never mind. He, he owns son. that jingle. So just so you know, Josh Myers. Just so he is the third best center in the draft, but prospect wise, he's ranked 106th. But the Packers took him 62nd. Once again, a round too early. You okay. see the theme here? They go back to last year's draft. That I tight see. end, they could have got two, two rounds later. Okay. Yeah. There, he was so, Vic is so mad about this pick, he left. He just left. He left out. He's going to come back with some Singapore noodles. I'm going to eat them. And it's going to be a good time. So, again, they picked up, you know, good footwork. This is what they said about him. Good footwork, good initial surge, nasty demeanor in a run game. He gets set quickly, has the power to punch to stall defenses and pass protection. He's not a natural knee bender, though, and doesn't play with great pad level. You can teach all that. All right. I mean, look, again... I'm just pretending every pick they make is a round later. Like, this was a great third-round pick. So we're in the third round. So I'm just, I'm resigned to the fact that they're always a round behind. It's kind of like, you know, seven-second delay in baseball. Well, there goes the no-hitter and the shutout. And the guy blew the catch. All right. Not surprising after I drop him for my fantasy. You guys ready for a little bit of listener roundup? Sure, sure. All right. On Spotify. We haven't done this for a few weeks oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah. On Spotify. Yeah. 110 starts. Okay. 92 streams. So out of 110 starts, 92 people listen for longer than 30 seconds. Wow, what did we do in the first 15 seconds <laughs> that pissed people off? And 11... <laughs> okay, well, the show I listened to... On the way to Florida, said, uh, shut up, you Dago Guinea Wop. <laughs> That's the first words of the oh, show. We lost the Italians. Uh, who's, who uttered those words? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't me. And you know who it was? I bet you Riley just like overdubs on our shit. <laughs> he's, he's out to get us. We're from, uh,. We're from 8 to 11 listeners. And what, Stitcher? No, uh, on, on Spotify. Oh, we have 11, like, listeners. people who claim us. Yes, yep. Is that more than Reitman and Miller had? Yes. Okay. By 11. And our top episodes were uh, number 86, was okay. played one time. Oh. Between the 23rd and 29th of April. Mm-hmm. And uh, the short-lived podcast with Maru and that... Married chick. He oh, was movies after marriage, was it? Yeah. Uh, number three 
was played once. I don't think Maru was on the show. It was the. I other, think it was her and her husband. You think it was Pound Town and Mister Pound Town? Yes, Mister not pounding the town so well. well so Mr. Maru's tagging it. Mister also pounding town. Hmm. Well, I think that's good. Maybe the ratings will go up if we have Maru come on and eat a fish. What kind of fish? A smoked salmon. Okay. He'll get this job. All right, let's see. Stitch bitches. Stitch bitches. Are our stitch bitches with us? Well, I'm about to uh, find out. I'm trying to find out. Hmm. This is riveting. No wonder mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. All right. three listeners. All right. uh, between March 30th and April 29th of 2021, uh-huh. uh, zero minutes, 0% completion, and zero listens slash downloads. You said you listened I on did. Stitcher. I did on Stitcher. Well, then something's not right. See, we're getting fucked. We're getting listened. People, people are listening to us on Stitcher. We're getting the old fucking <laughs> from Stitcher. Yeah. Trends. I'm sure we're getting canceled by Stitcher in there. Maybe, uh, maybe politics. I'm just not, you know, they're against the Polish and the Irish. Uh-huh. Have feedback or see issues? Tell us about it. Here we go. Do Google Docs. Can I? <laughs> this is part of the show now. <laughs> Can I yelp it? Hey, fuckers! Nobody is listening. This is our fucking show now. To us. I hate it. So they're going to cancel them. Don't tell them that. <laughs> let, them, let them just not pay attention. All right, all right, all right. All right, so back to the Packers. No stitch bitches. So. Let me tell you what my theory is on the Packers, okay? Why I knew that this was the game plan all along. Sure. It starts when they re-signed Aaron Jones. Yeah. Now, hear me out. Aaron Jones, they could have they could have gotten Williams... For $8 million less a year. But they signed Aaron Jones. Does having Aaron Jones help Aaron Rodgers? Or does it help Jordan Love? Well, I mean, well, it, I mean it helps both. Right, but, but who a, does it help? To a greater Love? extent, it helps Jordan Love. Correct. Well, why did you get tree trunk legs then? Well, you, nobody runs a one-back system anymore. Are you kidding? Did you see A.J. Dillon? Guys are gigantic. Yeah. Great. And he did all right in the, what, 12 runs he He's going to be fine. It's a great change of pace. It's a great 60-40 split. It's great. My point is, you could have saved $8 million and gotten some other weapons that maybe number 12 wanted. What about Mercedes Lewis? He's good. He's terrible. He's 100. (laughs) You know, he's uh, the only first-round pick that Aaron Rodgers has ever thrown a touchdown to. Yeah. And he wasn't even a first-round pick for the pack. No. Jaguars, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you're a first-round pick for the Jaguars, whoo! Yeah, but he's got to be probably one of their best because everybody else is so terrible. Well, he's no Tony Vaselli. Yeah. Or Fred Taylor. Ooh, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor's a good one. Mm-hmm. Fred Taylor's a good one. And he'll hold all your china. My favorite thing about Fred China... Fred, Fred China? Fred China? <laughs> is, uh, Fred Taylor is the time where he like blew out his hammy while he was carrying the ball, and he decided to literally throw the ball at an opponent, which was a fumble that was picked up and run back. Fred Taylor will hold your china, but Fred China will be your tailor. There you go. And he's got a great commercial. So was he your favorite, or was Maurice Jones Drew your favorite running back from Jacksonville? My favorite running back from Jacksonville. Gosh, that's hard. Uh... I think it probably would have to be uh, Jones Drew. Fred Taylor was uh, fun to watch, but ta- Fred Taylor literally was always hurt. Yeah, oh, yeah. he did oh. get hurt. <clears throat> always Relatively hurt. Often. Not that Maurice Jones Drew wasn't, because there were the last couple of years of his career, he was also pretty banged up. You know what would have kept Fred Taylor from getting hurt a lot? Playing nowadays where you have multiple backs and not try to let him carry the ball 27 times. I'll agree. I'll agree. Committee. Yeah. Maybe uh, we could do a little bit of quarterback by committee. Nobody uh, other than the Saints have tried that. Yeah, well, we've got to try something. Because we got some garbage coming for the next few years. So I got some uh, 
I got some Jacksonville Jaguars running backs for you. These are just recent. Yeah. Okay. So okay. We got Fournette. So there's Fred Taylor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah. James, don't call me Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember him. Corey Grant. Okay. Denard Robinson. Yeah, remember him. And T.J. Yeldon. Yes, T.J. Yeldon. Hey, we're taking your calls. Let's talk about how shitty the Packers are. One eight hundred. We suck big. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So suck big what? I I can't say that on the air. This is FCC. All right. All right. Speaking I, of sucking big, I was at a party with Linda Ronstadt oh back boy. in 78. 95.7 Will Rock. <laughs> Come on! Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. You don't know this bit, Scott. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> he had a name. What was his name? Oh, I don't remember. Name Dropper McGee? No, it was a, it's a rock DJ, but he can't keep anything to his fucking self. Right. No. So, like, <laughs> uh, he comes. Uh, the bit is he comes out of a song. Right? Uh-huh. It'll be like, uh, that was I Can't Tell You Why by the Eagles, but let me tell you what I can tell you. Me, Glenn Fry, and eight ball in a bathroom back in 79 in the Cincinnati Gardens. 95-7, we'll rock. All right, all right. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. We've never once come out of any trip anywhere with a good character. character. No, it's a good, that's a See when we put our when we start doing our sketch comedy television show because this is gonna blow up. Yeah, that's that's gonna that be DJ, a regular. That DJ yeah. can be there. Larry the Discount Pimp can be there. Yeah, I liked him. Oh. Uh, he was a good character. What other characters do we have? Oh, Gay Taz, of course. Gay Taz, Gay Macho Man. Yeah, Gay Taz. Basically, if you're a wrestler with some kind of speech impediment, <laughs> you're gay. So let me ask you this: Still heat with Buck? No. What do you mean? Okay. No, he did what I wanted. Okay. It came out great, like I thought. Well, of course it was going to come out great. Cool. Maybe we should explain. Nah, we don't have to. Because, you know, this is an audio audio medium where people don't understand what we're talking about. What are we talking about again? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Right now, not much. All right. Are we done? Are we are we done being fired up about the Packers? Well, I thought we were going to get a full hour out of it. Well, we can. I want to get a full hour out of it. Unfortunately, it, it doesn't look like they're going to be drafting a third round pick for a while. I just want to mention how irritated I am by the whole. It seems like everybody in leadership up there wants to prove how smart they are all uh-huh. the fucking time. Gotcha. You want to prove you're smart? Keep the fucking good quarterback, you dummy. Well, I got a better one. You want to prove you're smart? How about winning a Super Bowl? That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Because much to, I think you may have said this before, and I agree with you if you did, or if even if you didn't. Well, then I'm going to say it for the first time. But it's certainly just laziness and resting on your laurels. We've got a season ticket list longer than both our arms. So what's the what's the incentive for them to win? Right. Right. Absolutely. What's, what's the incentive? Absolutely. What's your what? What do you think their incentive is to win? The Packers? Yeah. The the incentive to winning? Yeah. What's the incentive for them? What does it matter? It doesn't. They're still gonna line their pockets. As long as the place is full and they're selling shirts like you're wearing right now, they'll be just fine. I mean, different numbers, different sizes. Okay. Sometimes for little toddlers. Sometimes for big fat guys like you. All right. Right. Yeah. No, I get you. Okay. I'm just saying. Yesterday, you were ready to throw in the towel. Well, he didn't get traded. I'm a true Blue Packers fan. You could put well, any anybody behind that center. No, I, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. The Bears have proven that over the last... But I'm still going to be a fan. Okay. I, I, I get it. Okay. Of and, them and the Browns. And look, I... I, but as a fan, I'm not. I'm not just going to be spoon fed your bullshit. If, Absolutely. Like I'm. I'll. Yes. Will I root for them? Sure. Am I going to always support my home team? Sure. Are they wrong? A hundred percent. They're wrong right now. Where's Ron? 100%. Where's Ron Wolf when you need him? Dead. Oh. Well, where's his son Elliot Wolf? Wishes he was dead. Actually, I think is in he Cleveland. Not in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. He's in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm telling you, I wanted. And the Packers. You let, wanted John Schneider. Yeah, I wanted Schneider. 
Uh, they let some really good... Dorsey was another one they let get away. They let some really good potential GMs get away. And now we got Goody. Goody. The Goot. Who drafts everybody at least a round too early. All right. And proves how not smart he is every time. Mm-hmm. So Nathan Sensation. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I know him. Popped us some... You know him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You guys drink beer together in hot tubs. We do. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, popped us some questions on the 21st of April. Oh, that's not too far from when we're taping now, which is April 30th. He wants to know uh, if Burns is uh, Cy Young material. It's only been a month. Can wait until a quarter through the season. I, uh, I appreciate your excitement. Even though I know it's bullshit because you're a Cubs fan. But you need to slow your roll. I'm like, gonna say, he's on a hell of a run. I'm going to say yes for now. I mean, I if you're asking me if I think he's going to be in a race down the stretch, as long as this injury is just COVID and nothing serious, I think he's going to be a strong contender for it. Um but man, baseball's so long. Anything can even Degrom, who right now is the best pitcher in baseball, could blow out his shoulder tomorrow. So I I agree that Degrom is the best pitcher, but number two is Bauer, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, if you look at past history and and projections, yes, <coughs> yes. I like that hot kid out of Atlanta. Who? Maddox. (laughs) First of all, he was out of Chicago. Then he went went to Atlanta. Now he's like 70. He's retired. I think Garrett Cole's good. Garrett Cole is good. What about Earl Hershiser? Where's he? Uh, Playing golf. He's on ESP. He does the ESPN games. Does he really? Earl Hershiser? You know that he can... You could take Earl Hershiser... And dress him up in cowboy clothes, <laughs> yeah. and pass him off as Lyle Lovett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, John Smoltz. He's doing baseball for fun. That was a rocking bullpen. Yeah. That Braves bullpen. Well, it wasn't a bullpen, but it was an amazing starting, starting four, right? Because it was Smoltz, Sklavin, Maddox, and Avery. Avery, yep. Yeah. So, Hershiser was there. No, wasn't it? Was he Dodgers. was a Dodger. He was with the Braves. Not. No. Not at the same time as what no, you're going to I think no. you're wrong. I think, I you're, think wrong. you're 100% wrong. I think the only Braves he played for was his Little League team, the Nakahusa Braves. Oral. I'm searching just for Oral and Google. Yeah, be careful. Yes. <laughs> O-R-E-L, Yeah, you better delete your search history. Hold on. Indians. Not yeah. the same. Not, yeah. well, well, I well, can see Indian, where you mix Braves, it up. Yeah, Braves, Indians. I guess, I guess. Not the same. Yeah. But what do you guys think the Indians will change their name to? The Spiders. Because they're going to change their name. The Spiders. And are you guys against that because of Major League? Um, I just, I've given up fighting for shit anymore. Whatever, do what you want. It's your world now. I, whatever. I feel like they changed the symbol... They don't have to change the name anymore. Well, they they, they got rid of Wahoo. I'm just saying they don't have to. Right. Same with the Braves. The Braves doesn't have to be an Indian connotation. The well, Chiefs. The Braves are keep, the Braves and Chiefs get to keep their names because they're positive. I get you. Yeah, that makes sense. The wreck. The re- oh yeah, <laughs> that that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous for years that they were allowed to keep that name. I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. The football's red, kind of. Yeah, that 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 I have no problem with the changing of that. <coughs> Me either. But the Washington Football Club name is garbage. Yeah, I like terrible. it. The DCFC? You guys talk about the DCFC? It's DCFT. Yeah. Well, right now it's DCFT. It's S-H-I-T. It should have been the DCFC, and they should have had a cool logo that looks kind of like a fire department. No, they should be the DC Cabbers. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Yeah, I on, like DC it. DC Cab. Yeah, Cabbers. So we're we're back to DC Cab. <laughs> I love DC Cab. Yeah. I can talk DC Cab all night. Max Gale. Can we get out of a show? He was without, one Jehovah. He was. Without, <laughs> without Three's Company, DC Cab. Uh, I would wager you could listen to our entire catalog 
and we would only bring up DC Cab once. We've talked about yeah. Three's. It's not as much as we talk about Three's Company. We've talked about sure. Three's Company on every episode, and now this one, <laughs> yeah, right. thanks to you, yeah, for the thing you're bitching about. By the way, Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> yes, still yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Aaron Moran, though, a dad, but be no. I would bang <laughs> Joyce DeWitt while Norman <laughs> Fell looked at me after telling a joke. <laughs> Like he's looking through the fifth wall. Yes. Would you be able to keep it going, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. That Audra Lindley was something. Okay. (laughs) That's Mrs. Roper. There were more questions. Well, go, yeah, go for it. I mean, it was about Keiston Hira. Oh, there was a Keystone hero. Ah, uh, he should be sent down to the miners. Yes, it was a. Tra- should he be traded? No, he, he has no value to trade yeah. right now. He, he, this he, is what people don't understand. Just because somebody sucks for you doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you ship them somewhere yeah. else because they don't mean dick when they're hitting one ninety. Here's the thing: his swing is broken. He's got that double problem where he's got a tap and a and a kick with his foot, and he's off kilter, and he really. Should go to the miners and work it out. Now, he does have a long-term future on this team. And the reason he has a long-term future on this team is because the National League is going to go to the DH next year. It's going to be universal DH. He's a DH. That's okay. what he is. If he can fix out it, fix his swing, because we know he's hit in the past, he's your DH. Now, we're back to still needing a first baseman next year. But he's your DH. You're telling me this fat bastard I just saw isn't going to be on this team next year. Can't yeah. be your DH. No, he's not going to be your next. I year. mean, if we had a DH right now, <laughs> he would. Be. He would be. If you're over two eighty and you're not DHing, what are you doing? Well, agreed. But you understand my point. In fact, if the universal DH was a thing this year, and the only reason it's not is because the owners tried to put it in with a whole bunch of other shit the players didn't want, so they rejected it. But if it was this year, Ryan Braun would have been back, and he would have been your DH. You know who would be who would have been a great DH? Matt Stairs, John, John Jaha, yeah, yeah. or John Yerkovich. I got news for you. We were in the American League. John Jaha could have been the DH. <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> and nothing was stopping him from DH. Uh, I can think of a couple things. It was Greg Vaughn. He was in left field. Yep, Greg Vaughn left field, Vaughn's Valley. Was Greg Vaughn known for his speed and chasing down balls? No, no he was known for his power, yeah. but that's that would be a center fielder. Yeah. That's right. where your speed is. So I guess the answer, so we answer his question is no, he shouldn't be traded. Yes, I believe he should be sent down for a minute and try to work out some of that stuff and get regular at-bats when they don't matter. Like, I don't give a shit if my AAA team loses because Keston Hurra can't figure out his swing. But it does bother me when the Brewers are losing because he can't hit with people on base. Right. So, send him down and let him work it out. NFL draft thoughts? I feel like we covered that. Yeah. Um, but have we covered it to... The, yesterday, you were burning effigies. I, I never threatened to burn anything. Okay, so let me ask you this. Forget about the Packers for a minute. <clears throat> Draft, very offensive, the first ten picks. I think nine of them were offense. I wasn't offended. Was there anything surprising about any of the picks? No. The Uh, most surprising thing that happened was the Bears trading up. I mean, is it? No, it was a a good move, which is why it was surprising. Well, they've done it. Like, they do it every three, four years. Dude, let me tell you what. I was so hoping he was going to pick Jones. The Bears oh. are going to pick Jones because that guy's going to be a bust. I'm like, oh, do it again, Bears. Just do it. Just shit the bet again. But I think Fields will be better than than expected. Yeah. But I was hoping. It, oh, I was hoping somebody had a bug for Jones. Oh, man, that would have been great. Man, we're in a tough division now with Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff and Justin Fields. Justin Fields. <laughs> Just a whole new world. Not to be confused with Shields, which would be like Shields and Yarnell, which were quite the hit back in the day. Remember Shields and Yarnell? Yeah, I don't. They were the mimes, the Sorry. husband and wife mime that appeared on most variety shows at the time. No recollection. And finally, Schuyler Schreiber would like to know what round the Bucks will lose in the playoffs this year. Second. <clears throat> because they need a new coach. Because their coach sucks. 
right. Are they... So I only looked briefly. Because I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Are they still looking at the Celtics in the first round? Uh, yes. Then I think they will lose in the first round. Yeah, I think they'll beat the Celtics. But they won't beat Philly. They certainly won't beat the Nets. And the thing is, there's many reasons why. They don't switch. They don't make adjustments. Budenholzer's a coach who sticks to his guns to a fault. They don't utilize height advantages when they have them, and they don't guard the three because they just figure, oh, we'll just let let them hit them. They're they're not going to be able to do that three games in a row. Guess what they did against Toronto two years ago? They were lights out from three-point land, and you never went out and guarded them. Charlotte and the Knicks are right now slated to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. Well, the Knicks made a huge play for uh, uh, for for Urban Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't know. The Knicks are that would have made them a little bit interesting. I really want to see if they make the eight seed. It would be a Knicks Nets first round. That That'd be, be hot. Yeah. Be some good crowds. Battle in New York. Yeah. What's your favorite borough? Bed Stuy. Okay. You do or die. Yeah, yeah. I I like Brooklyn. Yeah, maybe the Red Hook section. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm more of a Long Island guy. Oh, okay, so you're kind of out there a little bit. Yeah, I'm not not all the way out. Not Suffolk yeah. County, Suffolk yeah. County, but yeah, not Jersey. No, not Jersey at all. No. <laughs> South Jersey, like Coney Island. You oh. know, because you know where the, you know who came from Coney Island. Who could go ahead? The Warriors. The, the Golden State? No. The, the Warriors, Warriors would come out come and play. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're from Coney Island. So that was yeah. all. You know what else is from Coney Island? Uh, hot dogs. I love hot dogs. I know well, you chili do. Chili dogs. <laughs> well, uh, chili dogs I could take a leave, but a good Chicago-style hot dog? Oh, man. But, but, but you, you're not a Coney, so you're out on a Coney dog. I'm not 100% out on a Coney dog, but I'm just saying a chili dog is very messy. Well, yeah. Supposed to be, yeah. I, I don't Put like onions food. on it. I have a hard time controlling what I eat. Well, I'm not asking you to drive and eat a coney dog. <laughs> That's a whole nother skill set. I'm to the age where I, you're tucking napkins, you know, no. on your shirt. Well, here's where I always here's where I always screw up. I always think I can eat Taco Bell while I'm driving, and it oh, never no. works. Do you out. do crunchy or soft? Either. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're still getting cheese and lettuce oh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that cheese and lettuce is so good. And getting sauce all over me. <laughs> and then you're getting to work in your... Well, yeah. Usually, I'm, thankfully, I'm not on my way to work. But yes, it's not It's not good. It's not good at all. I made that mistake the other day at work. I had broccoli cheddar soup. Man. The other thing that's really tough to eat is... Uh, a full plate of pasta while you're driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bowl of cereal. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. You know what else? Cock. Whoa. While Cock. you're driving. While you're driving. Cock soup. Yeah, yeah. Cocktail soup. What about onion butter soup? Isn't that just French onion soup? No, onion butter soup is five pounds of butter. Ugh. <laughs> a couple cloves of, of garlic. Heat it up till it's liquefied, and you eat just like that. So there's no beef broth. It's no. basically hey, comes out the same way it goes in. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you, liquid form. Because I've made French onion soup. Mm. There's a lot of butter in French onion soup, like sticks of butter. Yeah, French people like that shit. <clears throat> yeah, well, and you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love French onion. I soup. like French onion soup. But I eat it weird. I save the cheese for last. Ooh. Like I eat around the cheese, and then I eat the cheese all at once. Yeah. Get the little bread in the bottom there. Yeah. Pour the soup over it. Bake it up. Out. Favorite soup. That's up there. That's that's probably it for me. That French onion. You know what I really like? Speaking of hot dogs, good vegetable beef from like Martino's. Oh, down here, thirteenth. Never had it. Thirteenth and Layton. I know Martino's. Never had the soup. Oh, it's just like Grandma made. Who's Grandma Martino? No, your Grandma. Oh. Your <laughs> Grandma I, I guarantee you had a Grandma that made a vegetable beef soup. Uh, maybe. What about mulligatawny soup? I've never had it. 
Is that like an Italian wedding? No, no. Malagotani's got a little bit of a curry. Oh, I don't like curries. Step? Del. Oh. <laughs> I prefer the uh, the cheddar broccoli soup. That's not a bad one. What about... The cheddar's good. What about Tim Curry? Uh, Tim Curry was a great actor. Does he make good soup? <laughs> he makes good curry. <laughs> He's a sweet transvestite. In the movie. Well, well, he's not anything anymore. Was he dead? Oh, Tim Curry's been dead for a while. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I knew that he was bad off. I hadn't heard he had passed. <laughs> well, let me pour some liquor out. Yeah, pour some liquid out for your homie, Tim Curry. Yeah, that, it's too bad. Oh, wait. No, he's alive. See? I think I would have. Yeah, I think I would have known. He's he got this two-tone bat, and it looks like he's up there with a table leg. It sure does. It's got, uh, it's got Brewer's colors on the handle, don't you like it? Oh, he's so fat. So back during the, the back during the Rocky Horror Picture Show days, Susan Sarandon in or out, in or out, in. Vic. Oh yeah, I'm in. Jesus, don't. Why would you put number twenty on that guy? Come on. What, should you put a big like zero? Two eights. <laughs> two zeros. 77. Yeah. He looks like a 77. Jesus. Do you think, like, when his career's over, he'll be over at Wickfield hitting softballs? Oh, yeah. Over the fence. And the chin strap? You can't be that fat and go with the chin strap. I know. Come on, man. I've been there. Let's talk. Vogelbach, give me a call. We're going to talk about fat guys and facial hair. All right. Oh, like the yeah. Dodgers countered with a uh, pitcher with a neck tattoo, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, God. That guy's definitely stabbed somebody. Well, yeah. Right after the game in the parking lot. Usually a Giants fan. <laughs> That's Victor Gonzalez. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed that. I was going to swing at that, but I didn't swing at that. I'm so fucking fat. Yep, there it is. Oh, Jesus. It's a, it's a religious tattoo. It appeared to be. Very Christian. I bet he doesn't live that way. What show are we on, by the way? Did we ever... You didn't announce us in with what show? Oh, yeah. Don't know. We were this so, 87? We were so mad about the Packers. This has got to be 87. So it would be a Jordy Nelson a show. A Jordy Nelson show. Well, Robert Brooks. Robert Brooks, Yeah. Was Run he, into each other. Was he 87? He was. Oh, yeah. let's, let's talk about what was big in 1987. Oh, we're going... Man, I, have we run out of the show? No, we were going to... No, talk. I like when these things happen. <laughs> it's good stuff. These are fun. These remind you of your childhood? They do. Let's look at the top songs from In 87, I was 12. <laughs> in 87, we got to enjoy this, dude, because once we hit 100, we, what are we going to do? What was the top thing in 100? Like, there's, right. right so. What was the big thing in 1900? Well, it's the year 2000. You know? In the year 2000. I used to like that bit. Did you like when they were doing it past the year 2000? <laughs> it was kind of dumb at that point. All right, so top songs from 1987. Um, oh, yeah, you're going to love these. This is going to be your jam right here. The I'm going to start with 10. We'll just do the top 10. Number 10, uh, I'll let you guys guess it. It was a Bon Jovi hit. Uh, living on a Prayer. Bing. Whoa. Number 9. I was halfway there. A guy from Detroit singing a song for, one of, the, for one of the Beverly Hills cop movies. Oh, it's Bob Seger. Bob Seger singing. It's not Night Moves. I don't think it's Bob Seger. Detroit? Yeah, it's Bob Seger. It's Bob okay. Seger. You're talking either Bob Seger, the Insane Clown Posse, or Kid Rock. That's what you're talking about when you're talking about Detroit. Kiss. Kiss was... They were New York. They sang about Detroit. They sang about Detroit, but they were from New York. Ted Nugent. Um, oh come on, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. He's from Detroit. He's from Michigan. Oh, okay. Um, um, shake, shakedown. Oh was. yeah, not a good seeker song though. Number eight, a piano player belting out about how bad racism is. Uh, it's Billy Joel. No. No. Well, that it's leaves Elton John. No. No. 
Bruce Hornsby in the range. Ugh. Singing the way it is. That's just the way it is. A really shitty hair band at number seven. Uh, had a really kind of hot redhead laying on his car. Oh, so it's White Snake yeah. and it's Here I Go Again. It is. Number six. Fucking Robbie our, Neville. Lost Jeez. our catcher, by the way. Christ. But he got hurt? Yeah. Man, the injuries just keep piling up, man. That is crazy. Um, I don't know what we're going to... Seriously, <clears throat> right? we're ridiculously hamstrung. Both our catchers are hurt now. Mm-hmm. And we DFA Nottingham. Number five. Starship sang this song. And uh, no, say, no, nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah, bingo. From the soundtrack from the movie Mannequin. That's right. Oh. Number four, this songbird just wanted to get on the floor with some people. You're, uh, Whitney Houston and also your Casey Kasem is real light tonight. All right. All right, I'll work on this that. songbird. Well, I wasn't trying to be. I'll, I'll work. I'll do it for the next one. But you tell me the song, Whitney Houston. Wanna I want to dance, dance with, with somebody. somebody. All right, number three. She wanted to feel the heat. Number three. This song is from Gregory Habit. <laughs> I don't know Gregory Habit. Shake you down. It was a one-hit wonder. You read my mind, girl, I want to shake you down. Can can I just sidetrack a bit and just talk about... We got two songs up. Okay, all right. Heart had this number two. Um, Hey. Hey. (laughs) I can't think of the name. Is it maybe These Dreams? No, but that wouldn't have been a bad guess. Is it the Never Get By On My Own song? Alone, yes. How can I face you alone? Yeah, yeah. or how can I get, get you, you alone? alone? And number one, the best smoke show of all 80s lead singers. Oh, Taylor Dane. From this all-female band. The Bangles. Uh-huh. The Bangables. Walk Like an Egyptian. That's right. <laughs> the Bangables is right. <laughs> so, Walk Like an Egyptian, the number one song of 1987. Right. Well, then I've got two side notes, and then we can come back to 1987. The Ross family talks about history. <laughs> All right? In the worst possible way. All right? Scotty, for, while he talks, look up the t- top ten movies of 1987. For, yeah. First, uh, first, first sidetrack, in heart, Ann Wilson went from being the hot one to the fat to, one. To the fat one. Yep. And then I watched the beginning of the draft last night, and she's back to the hot one. Ann Wilson lost a bunch of weight? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's... Or are you saying Nancy Wilson has delved into awfulness? Well, you know, Nancy Wilson was always okay, but it, when the heart first okay. came out, Ann Wilson, Ann Wilson was strong. Uh, yeah, Nancy was always hot, though. And Ann, Ann was always strong until... Remember when they were shooting videos and they'd only shoot her face? And it would take up the whole screen. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I still remember when she did the duet with Mike Reno when they ran out of catering. <laughs> and my second side note is an article I found from the Houston Press, which is the five worst things Ted Nugent has ever done. Oh, jeez. Lay it on me. Besides marrying a 13 Well, we're going to get there. <laughs> Number five. The Nuge runs afoul of Homeland Security. So, at an NRA meeting in St. Louis in 2012, Nugent was doing his usual shtick, advocating guns for all in a Democrat-free government, (laughs) surrounded by his closest allies. In the fight against non-Nugentness, Ted reached deep into his sack of her hyperbole and pulled out an apparently solemn vow that he intended to inspire his fellow heat packers to get Obama out of office. Via the voting booth, preferably, but by any means necessary. Ted Nugent's an idiot. Not cool. Like, he said, if we... Barack Obama becomes the next president in November, again, I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. Neither of those things happen. <laughs> yeah, so he's a liar. Um, Real quick, well, you, I'll let you finish, but I'm, I got the top ten movies. We're not going to go through them yet because I want you to finish. I am going to tell you this, though. Two movies that were not top ten... It's going to surprise you. RoboCop. Loved it. Okay. 
And Dirty Dancing. Well, people forget that RoboCop was made by a real weird, like, Swedish or Dutch director that... Yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. But Dirty Dancing, like... Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Plus, it's got Jerry Orbach in it. It does. And if you got Jerry Orbach in it, you know it's It's a winner. Well, and when we get through this, there's going to be some movies that you're going to be shocked are in the top ten when those two aren't. But anyway. Number four. Mm -hmm. In an interview with Guns.com. I feel like there's a trend here. Teddy Bear referred to a politician of mixed race heritage as a subhuman mongrel. What? Do you know we're actually... Why are we giving him any of this? Why are we fall, giving him fall, any of fall, fall, Naturally, that politician was the president. Now, if you're thinking that subhuman mongrel sounds like some... Like the kind of racist bullshit that the KKK would have to say about Barack, you'd be dead wrong. They would. Ne- they never called him that. Why are we uh, doing this bit? I, I don't Ted Nugent? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's, uh... Oh, wait. In 1990, Ted told the Detroit Free Press that South African apartheid isn't that cut and dry. All men are not created equal. Do, you Ooh. know, you, do you realize that we're only giving credence to this moron? Let's put a rap. Yeah. Let's get some All right, fine. On Ted Nugent. All right, well, I can get there. But there's so much. Uh, yeah, well, well Ted he, Nugent isn't in any of these He shit his Ted pants, Nugent, number three. Okay. All right. Number two. So uh, did I just hey, now. Hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> Who amongst us hasn't shat themselves? Well, in 1977, the news told High Times that he shat his pants on the daily in order to fail his physical and dodge the draft during the Vietnam War. Okay, that's a little more different. Uh, his quote, Then two weeks before, I stopped eating any food with nutritional value. I just had chips, Pepsi, beer, stuff I never touched, buttered poop, little jars of Polish sausages, and I drink the syrup. I was this side of death. Then a week before, I stopped going to the bathroom. I did it in my pants. And then we wonder why we have Piss zero yes, listeners on shot. Stitcher. This is terrible. My pants got crusted up. <laughs> okay, so three of the top five films of 1987 were released by Paramount. Okay. But we're going to start with number 10. The future governor of California starred with Jesse the Body Predator. Mature. Yep. Number nine. Bette Midler. Beaches. Nope. Worse. Um. She played a witch. Oh, it's that fucking Sarah Jessica Parker movie. I can't think of what it's called. Witches of Eastwick. That grossed more money than Dirty Dancing. Let's just put that out there. I would have done Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus. Number eight. The, the beginning of a bunch of movies like this, buddy movies, and I'm getting too old for this shit. Die Hard. Uh, Lethal Weapon, yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. This one, again, can't believe that it grossed more money than Dirty Dancing. And I don't even know who starred in it now. I'm going to have to drill down on it. But it's what cops do when they're like kind of keeping an eye on things under... Uh, on the download. Oh, it's Stakeout it with Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Yeah, that's a treat. Uh, Michael J. Fox film. He was working in a mailroom. Um, Secret of My Success. Yep. Number five, Elliot Ness. The Untouchables. Yep. With Kevin Costner and, uh, what's his name? Sean Connery. Number four, Goody is in this movie. Uh, Police Academy 3. No? No, but Short you, Circuit. You got three, right? Short Circuit. Three men and Cuckoo. a baby. Oh, okay. All right. A really gritty army drama by Oliver Platoon. Stone. Platoon. Yeah, that was number three. Number two. You guys like sexy lethal weapon saxophone? No. Sure. Number two, somebody's rabbit got killed. Oh, uh, Fatal Attraction. attraction. Yeah. And number one, Bob Seger lent his talents to this movie. Why is Bob Seger all over the place? Well, because we... We just... What was the song? Shakedown. Shakedown was from... Beverly Hills Cop. Or... Yeah, two. Yep. Beverly Hills Cop 2. That was the number one grossing film of 1987. 
Eddie Murphy was a box office genius for about five years. And then he started doing whatever he did for a while. Movie-wise. I mean, not anything bad, but... Here are some other movies that didn't make the top ten. La Bamba. That's a decent movie. It is. Crocodile Dundee. It's okay. It's kind of silly. Full Metal Jacket. Excellent film. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Come on. That's a great movie. Well, I think, to be fair, it was released in November... Which would have been tough to be... The, okay, yeah, the year ends in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spaceballs. I love Spaceballs. Mannequin finished 25th. Nothing's gonna stop us now. 87 was actually a whoa, strong whoa. year for film. It was. Number 26, Eddie Murphy's Raw. Okay. They consider that a film, huh? Number 27, Throw the Mama from the Train. That's okay. I'm, I've never been a big not, Billy Crystal no, guy. Neither. Neither. Summer School, 30th. Loves Summer School. Adventures in Babysitting, 32nd. Uh, Wall talk. Street, 33rd only because it was released December 11th. Wait, wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio also in uh, Adventures in Babysitting? He was. He was Thor. He was Thor in Adventures in Babysitting and the... Guy in Full Metal Jacket, all in one year. Only thirty yes, fourth was the Lost Boys. Thirty sixth, The Princess Bride. Oh, here we go. Thirty eighth at the box office, and it had a whole year. It was released in April. Police Academy Four, Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on Patrol, with a very young David Spade. Yes. As a skateboarder. Um. Oh, everybody loves David Spade. Yeah, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. 50th. Great sports film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to... The Principal. Oh, that was a good one. Oh. Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. That's Jim Belushi's best work. How about Some Kind of Wonderful with Mary Stewart you Masturbate? Know, he, he was like a... He was like a principal, but he was cool. He was like a Belushi, but worse. <laughs> oh, here's one. He had a leather jacket. Only checked in at number 67, Jaws for the Revenge. Oh, the movie about the shark that held a grudge. All right. 71, Hellraiser. Okay, well, Hellraiser is a very niche group there. Would you rather watch... Uh, I forgot what we were even talking about there. What was that? Oh, The, the Principal? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Substitute... Uh-huh. Or 187. Uh, The Substitute. You're watching The Substitute. Yeah, I'm going with the Tom Berenger film. I'm, I'm going to go with the... Uh, I'm going to go with the principal. Okay. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Dangerous Minds. I'll throw Dangerous Minds in I'll there. stick with The Substitute. Okay. All right. 84th, less than zero. Never saw that. That was the skiing one, right? The $2? No, you're thinking of Better Off Better Dead. Dead. What was less than zero? It was the movie was with Robert Downey. Thing. No, Robert Downey Jr. had a drug problem. Wait, that's Andrew the, McCarthy. the documentary. <laughs> it was the 80s. Funny. <laughs> you're going to have to be more specific. Um, Disorderlies, 93rd. The Fat Boys? Yeah. They're back. They are. And number 100, just to end this bit, Teen Wolf. T-O-O. Teen Wolf 2. Michael J. Fox, smart enough to stay away. Jason Bateman, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Jason Bateman. Yeah. Starting a string of All right. annoying movies for him. How so number two, uh, Ted Nugent adopted a chick. Oh, here we go. Uh, she was 13. Uh, 17. But he adopted her so he could bang her. Oh, I believe she was... 13 when that whole thing started. And number one, the worst thing that Ted Nugent's ever done? Breathe? Damn Yankees. Come on. You made that up. Oh, that was really number one on the Houston list there. So, the Damn Yankees collective band was worse than his racism. Uh, yeah, you, that guy just lost all of his ca- Casual racism. Yeah. Alright, real quick then, we're going to do top 10 TV shows of 1987. And to answer your question, we're about there. Okay. Well, good. Then we're going to end it on top TV shows of 1987. Is Three's Company one of them? No, it was long gone by then. By 87, yeah. You'll get some moonlighting. Ooh. I guarantee it. Sybil Shepherd at her <clears throat> mid-80ists. Well, I will tell you this. The top four shows were all NBC. Again, Cosby. Well, one's Cheers. Cosby. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna pop the bubble here. Number eleven was Moonlighting, so it did not make Damn the it. top ten. Just missed. Just missed. I'll give you the hint for the first one in number ten. Really? Elf. That's right. Back to the Future had a TV show. <laughs> Marty. Um, number nine. This Marty. broad. This broad was clearly murdering people. Murder, Murder Shiro. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Number eight. Sixty minutes. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were having a stroke. I, I am. Number seven. <laughs> I thought this magician a is a judge. Night court. Oh, I love. Oh god. Oh god. Number six. You can't. Mona. Wait, hold on. Who's the boss? Mm-hmm. Number five. Boner. Growing <laughs> pain. Me. Yeah. After back to back. By court. the way, they were back to back on Tuesday nights, and they were. That was ABC, right? Yeah, that was ABC. Now the top four shows. From NBC, three of them were on the same night, but this one wasn't. Maud and her penis. Golden Girl. Yep. Number three, everybody knows your name. Cheers. Number two, a really bad show that happened to follow the Cosby show. A Different World. Yep. And of course, number one, Cosby. Did you watch the Cosby show? No. Never? Racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We didn't know he was drugging people back then. You could say, <laughs> right. you, could say no, you watched it. I legitimately didn't watch the Cosby show because apparently my parents... Oh, and... It's on a loop? No, it's the end. It's the oh. end credits. Right. They brought in two sacks. In 1987, oh. here's something I didn't know. Number 22, Dallas was still kicking. In 87? Yeah. Really? Hey. That's surprising to me. God, it's good. <laughs> All right, well, that about wraps up our homage to 1987 and our, and our virtual crucifixion of Gutenkust. Fuck him. And others, and Ted Nugent's racism, apparently. So those are all yeah. things that got covered. Fuck him today. too. Yeah, he did. Swallow the business end of a rifle. Hey, look, Jimmy Nelson. His career was ruined because there's no DH. For Jack Spade, Vic Stigras, I'm Chuck Scott Williams. I can't wait for 88. That's the year I graduated. It was fucking ballers. Good night, everybody.